When you have hair loss, it can be such a scary and deceivingly lonely place. But you know what? You're not alone. You are here with me. Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Hi, I'm Deborah Heim. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, a wig boutique owner, and wig wearer myself due to alopecia. And this is my tell it like it is take on all things alternative hair. I also happen to be a certified confidence coach, so I'm going to be sprinkling in some mindset hacks for good measure. So take a deep breath, sit back and relax, and listen to my favorite ways and my best advice on how I help others and help myself to rock that alternative hair. We're going to drop that shame and stigma. What is that about anyway? Now, let's do this. everybody and welcome back to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. This is Deborah Heim and I'm back after taking a few weeks off. I hope everybody is having a great holiday season but I wanted to come back a little bit early to talk about a subject that I think needs to be spoken about and that is if you are a mother or if you are a daughter of somebody that has alopecia and you want them to take action on it, but just that they just won't. So we're going to talk about that because sometimes when people are not ready, just not ready for a topper, for a wig, you could find the most perfect solution in the world and they will find a reason to not like it. Now, I've done this for five years. I've been a registered nurse for 38 years. I can understand and observe people's behavior, sometimes when they can't understand it themselves. And now that I am a trained coach, I know a lot about finding unreasonable fears and surmounting your fears because... It can be scary when you lose your hair, and we're going to talk about some of those fears and how to take action on them if you choose to. But if you're not ready, like I said, it is not going to work. And quite often, I will have a mom of somebody that has alopecia, or I will have a daughter of somebody that has alopecia. Either way, it is just the same. When it's the family member and they initially call for the consult, I try and prepare them for this because I don't care how many times mom or your daughter says, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I want a wig. When they get in there and they get it on their head, it is quite a different story. And what happens when that moment of fear, even if you look terrific, and I can also talk about being afraid of looking too good some other time, but... So you're in front of the mirror, the hair is on your head, you look fantastic, your subconscious is going to come up with all kinds of reasons of why it's not the time. When the bottom of the whole issue is you've got to deal with that fear of, you know, the new stuff, or you can just stay and, you know, let life pass you by. And that might sound pretty rough, but... 
I look at it like this. Life is too short. You should be enjoying your time. And if you choose, I mean, everybody takes a little bit to get used to it. But if you choose to just stay home, avoid going out, feel bad about yourself, call people and tell them how bad the hair loss is and that how bad you feel, and maybe even check it out. But if you decide at that point, hey, I'm informed, I know these are my options, and you know what, I just don't want to move forward. That's quite different than taking your fear out on your loved ones. Now, let's address the fears that moms often have that they instill on the child. Okay, let's face it, hair loss, the fear of hair loss is probably one of the worst fears in the world. I hear all the time, oh, no, no, I don't fear that. But I'm telling you, it is. Why? Because at the bottom, the root cause is society has instilled it into us as a society that when you lose your youth, if you lose your hair, you're no longer beautiful. And I have also had people going through hair loss, whether it's for chemo or for alopecia, that will just admit, hey, yeah, that's the fear. And you know what? It's nonsense. It really is. Because even if you don't look as good without a full, beautiful head of natural hair, you are still uniquely beautiful. And what you need to do is call upon the strength of knowing all the good things about you, because we are not just the physical house our soul is in. And too often we forget that. We make the body the source of all kinds of things to not be happy with. And, you know, there is so much more to life than just your physical appearance. Now, of course, everybody wants to improve what they can, but there can be a a type of dysfunction where you really start to get screwed up perception because you're focusing on this or that that isn't right? And hey, that's one of the things I can help people with is coming to terms of something that they don't like about their body. Back to the fear of hair loss. Sometimes the moms themselves have a fear deep down of their own hair loss. So without doing it consciously, They project onto the daughter that's losing her hair that, oh, you're going to look horrible in a wig or, oh, you know, this is so scary. You know what? If your kid is facing alopecia, and I've had some terrific moms too, just look at it. It's like it's no big thing because you know what? It isn't if you find a professional that can help you with hair that fits and looks good, then, you know. It's, it's the same thing as if someone were to lose a limb. You know, don't make it bigger than it has to be. And if you're feeling upset about it, take a look at your own fears before you, like, worsen the fear in, you know, somebody. And I also see this thing where people will do the dermatology route. And the, it, dermatology is almost like a rite of passage on your alternative hair journey. Now, some people will go there and, you know, you're going through all the testing and you're going through this and that and you want to find the cause because, you know what, it's like 
there's something in us that thinks that if we find out why, we can correct the problem. But the problem underneath that problem, we may never find out why. And then you are going to just feel bad about yourself when it's something that, you know, this is what they call acceptance. You have some things that are going to be dealt to your lap and hair loss could be one of them. So say you have a daughter or a sister or whatever that is going through alopecia, you just reassure them, hey, look, it's no big thing. You are beautiful. I love you so much. Again, you work on what's positive. And I don't want anybody to think for a minute that you cannot find alternative hair that doesn't look natural because it can be done. Now, back to the expectation things, though. Sometimes with the alopecia, whether it's the mom, whether it's the daughter, as you go along with hair loss, your eye gets accustomed to an abnormally low amount of hair. So sometimes at first in the chair, whatever solution you're trying, it will look like it's too much hair. That's what I called my book. But again, sometimes it is too much hair, but most of the time it's not. And you know what? A big change, a big scary change like that is best done at home because you will realize as you go along that it is just a a fear-based thinking because as soon as the compliments start rolling in, as soon as the person starts to feel natural because they don't feel so bad about themselves, then, you know, like I said, in my own case, my hair really started to regrow back. But again, I see a lot of money going towards the dermatologist, towards natural supplements, towards laser caps. And that's great. I say, try it all. If you have faith that something's going to work, it most probably is. However, don't let it stop you from taking action on the problem. Now, I had a situation this week where the mom brought the daughter in from out of town because what happens is she's doing that thing where she's going through the process of grief with her hair, but she will call and complain to the mother. And the mother, rather than just, you know, I mean, moms are going to do that. They're going to listen because that's what moms do. But my advice to her, when she came into the shop, there were four beautiful options, and she ended up leaving with none of them. And I I mean, it was just truly fear. Always look at worst case scenario. What is the worst case scenario? Okay, you spend X amount of dollars on this option and you're going to be at home. You may never, ever wear it, but you know what? You had it there. And nine times out of 10, if it is there at home, sooner or later, the misery is going to get you to take action. And even say it's a totally wrong piece. The fact that you at least tried is going to get you on the journey. Now, in this particular case, it was really resistant, let's put it that way, because she had tried something someplace else. And, you know, sometimes when somebody comes to me after they try one thing that doesn't work, when I show them what it does work, then they get over the fear a lot quicker. Like this fear can be dealt with when you look fantastic. It's a lot easier to, you know, proceed. But yet this person in particular, had four choices, and none of them were good enough. So that's, again, the level of readiness. 
And I've seen it with the other way around, with daughters that bring their mothers in, especially women of a certain age that think certain prices should be what they were in 1940s. You know, I can get somebody in a wig that looks fantastic, and then the price is just, you know, beyond what they were prepared to to pay. Now, we could argue all day about what's in people's budgets and what's not, but the point I'm trying to make is how much is it worth to the improvement of your life? Finally, like I've had somebody with petite heads that couldn't find anything. You get them looking great. The color's spot on. The construction looks amazing. Feels great on their head, but they would rather do the thing where they stay at home and not go anywhere because they're not ready to spend the money. So either way, that's, you know, that's, it is what it is. But if you are experiencing somebody in your life that doesn't want to proceed, it is, you know, that's on that made me even think. I even had a third episode this month. This type of thing seems to happen around holiday time because people start thinking about going out and going to parties or whatever. So there will automatically be somebody that thinks of someone in their family. I've had a client this month that the sister or the daughter, but you know, and I'll tell you what, it breaks my heart because when I go into my shop, I could care less if you buy a wig. I am a about helping you through this fear and finding something natural. Like you can get wigs anywhere. I want you to come to my shop because I'm very good at it and because you're ready to take action. I want to improve people's lives. It's not that I'm just there to, you know, get the wigs I like first, although that's probably one of the real reasons I did go into it. I'll tell you that up front. Hey, I can admit the truth when it's the case. But now the reward of doing what I do is so much deeper than just, you know, the hair. So if you or somebody you know is making an appointment for a consultation, my biggest advice is go into it with no expectations. If you have a picture in your head of how exactly you want it to look, it hopefully it gets there, but it may not. But be realistic about taking action. Two, if you're spending all kinds of money trying to regrow your own hair, continue to do that. But keep in mind what something that's, you know, reasonably priced that's a better piece because I'm going to, I don't want to argue about pieces on budgets, but if you get a quality piece, it's going to look more natural. It's going to fit your head better. And, you know, it's worth the investment if you figure out what the cost is per wear. And lastly, trying alternative hair does not mean you are giving up on your own hair coming back. In fact, it's quite the opposite as far as I'm concerned. And if you are someone that has fears that you can't reason with, because it's so funny, you try and reason with your fears, but it doesn't work. Keep in mind EFT tapping. I get some people to tap through situations, but some people just don't even want to work through that fear. And I guess that is what this show is about. There may be somebody in your life that just isn't ready or doesn't want it. So, you know, 
I just thought I'd do this to educate people in case there's anybody that's investing a lot of time and emotion of trying to get somebody to take action. And here's my thing. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So you give them the information and leave it up to them because that's what relatives that love other relatives do. You know, do the best, try not to judge, and keep in mind if your own fears are kind of making you possibly make the situation worse than it has to be because I'll tell you when people do come to the my shop usually what they do before they come in is start looking through all the Instagram and the videos and I everyone coming through the door says hey you know you always look so good in something and this isn't about complimenting me it's about the example of you can look good in alternative hair So I think I've talked long enough for this week. Until next week, peace, love, and alternative hair. If you enjoyed this episode, you might like working with me one-on-one even better. You can check out the options at DebraHeim.com. You can find my shop at VeryBestLittleHairHouse.com. And don't forget my Wise Wig Advice and Support Group, also on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. But until next time, peace, love, and alternative hair.